0: Hello and welcome back! This is the brand new, custom-written 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign. I am DM Reynot, and this is A Sense of Adventure. Today we meet the third and final adventurer in our campaign, Lyriel. Curiously and very specifically selected by Aimee herself. Lyriel's apprehension seems evident, but one does not doubt a request from a goddess.
1: Hello, my name is Lena, and I will be playing uh, Lyriel, our paladin. Lyriel, a girl that was abandoned by her parents, left at a temple and raised between... A bunch of monks, priests, and other paladins. So when the goddess herself called on her, well you can imagine that it was probably one of the most crucial moments in her very short life. The events that happened that day, it had a severe impact on her future. But she's got no idea what's going on. No clue where to go, no idea how to get there. But she'll figure it out. Her goddess has faith in her.
0: The temple of Erme's cradle sits high in the mountains of Ath, where opposed to the chilling high altitude cold and snow, people come to find the warm embrace of the goddess of life. The monks, priests and paladins are a disciplined group where study and practice towards reaching the highest potential is of high priority. This is where we find Lyriel, a student in the ways of her charge, the way of the paladin. Strong, resolute and unbending in their faith, they stand for the loyalty towards their order and help those that need the soft hand of the god or goddess they have dedicated their lives unto. The morning routine homily finds the student paladins all in quiet prayer and dedication, where an event happens that will change Lyriel's life for good. Your presence is requested on the vista. I am waiting. A voice echoes through the halls and resonates inside of her. Yet, only she reacts to the sudden interruption. No other student seems to have even noticed the loud voice. Slightly uncertain about the reality of the summons, Lyriel rises to her feet and slowly excuses herself to the reverend. A call such as this is certainly uncommon, but not unheard of. She rushes out of the prayer hall, making her way towards the Vista. How is this even possible, that the Goddess can be here, but the calm around the temple stays unchanged? Soon she stands in front of the Vista chamber's silvery doors. She places both her hands on the cold metal doors and gives them a firm push. A warm rush of air caresses her face as the door swings open to the Goddess's viewing chamber. It is a substantially sized room that opens up to a full-length balcony on the far side wall that has the most magnificent view over the cold, snow-covered mountains. Many white marble pillars support the roof that is enchanted to look like a cloud-dotted blue sky. In the center is a modest white chair, where the goddess would sit if she is seeing the people. But it is empty. But as she enters the chamber, the same familiar voice speaks her name. Lyriel. Just to the left of the door as she enters, stands leaning against a wall, a woman, dressed in a silvery silken gown adorned with gold embellishments. A smoke-like aura, ethereal white, shimmers around her. The golden embellishers are all shaped like animals that seem to move and have a life of their own. The gold crown on her head seems to have a pair of rabbits on it, jumping around and foraging. Her silver hair seems to blend in perfectly with a cape adorning her back, that seamlessly transitions from hair to silver leaves that rustle in a cold summer breeze. Her skin is flawless and only slightly sun-kissed, but for a powerful goddess, she looks concerned. Liriel falls down to her knees and tries to find the words of praise for the goddess, but Emme only responds. Stand up, girl. Her face on the ground is not helpful to anybody as she hooks a slender finger under Liriel's chin and lifts her to her feet. There's no time for that, my dear Liriel. Liriel's thoughts start to race.
1: I'm standing in the presence of my goddess. She just touched me, lifting my chin to look in my face. My mind simultaneously went blank, as well as filled up with a rush of thoughts of which I couldn't make any sense of. At the forefront, probably, being why on earth would she request me to be here, personally? There are so many people here that are more devout and a
0: better choice than I am. Why me? Dearest Lyriel, I can see you are here, yet far away at the same time. You are wondering why I requested your presence?
1: Uh, I have to admit, that did cross my mind.
0: You do know you can talk to me, yes?
1: Uh, uh, Of course, mistress.
0: A smile crosses Emma's face. Well, there's a good reason that I needed you here, and time is short. In a few weeks, you will have to go to a certain place at a certain time and meet with two others. These two others, with yourself of course, are going to go on a journey that will surely leave a lasting impression through time. You must be present to participate in the course of these events.
1: Uh, yep. To say that I was confused was a bit of an understatement. My first thought was, "Ah, all right," followed immediately by, "Why me?"
0: Aime was obviously annoyed with Liriel at this point.
1: All right, I forgot that she can read minds.
0: Yes. Yes, I can. And to answer your question, it has to be you, and no other.
1: My face probably went a little blank at that point, to be honest, since there are better people than me to do your work, and I don't think I'm the best candidate for this. Kind of ward in my head at the same time.
0: I do not need the best candidate, or the fastest or the strongest. As I've said, I need you. Now, are you willing to serve me?
1: Yeah, I immediately dropped to one knee and saluted, as there was no hesitation when it came to serving my goddess. When I raised my head again, she smiled gently,
0: kindly. Of course, mistress, your will be done. She lifted her again to her feet with a soft finger and gently placed two fingers upon her forehead. Then accept my light and perform this task. Go to Dewhurst two weeks hence. Follow the one called Julian and aid him in his quest. Do this in my name spreading my word and my ways wherever you go. You shall leave your name behind and from this day be known only as Lyriel. Go now with my blessings, I shall be watching. A flash of pure and warm white light flashes from her fingers and enters Lyriel's body. The
1: next part was a bit fuzzy. I felt warm, then hot, then great. <laughs> like I was drifting on a cloud. For how long I'm not too sure. When I came to I was in my bed, and a suit of armor emblazoned with my mistress's sigil rested on my desk. A small note with a single word was folded next to it. Remember. So I sat up, put my hands in my head of my head in my hands, I didn't feel bad, I, I felt rested, and uh, somehow subtly changed, and now constantly felt, e- even if just vaguely, the presence of my mistress within. My eyes caught the glint of the armour, and, and glancing at it from my bedside I kind of took a moment to appreciate the craftsmanship. These armors, they, they were worn by the appointed paladins of my mistress's order. <laughs> Did that mean? <laughs> I <laughs> I lifted my hand and for what must be the thousandth time summoned her light to my being. It came easily, naturally, as if it were a part of who I was. Ever before, if we needed to pray, petition and ask our mistress for her aid, only her paladins and high priests were known to summon her energy so easily. I grinned and smiled and then I could no longer contain my happiness. <laughs> I'm sure a couple of heads turned to my dorm room at the whoop that followed shortly after. Quickly, I strapped the armor on, feeling its weight where it might chafe. The stronger areas were protected. Uh, Quickly identified where that was. I might probably not have padded adequately in my haste. Um, Only though, um, there was a glaring gap behind my shoulder blades where no armor rested. Eh, whatever. I was a paladin! That thought kind of abruptly took me back to the encounter with my mistress, uh, sending me fumbling over my desk for first a map and then a calendar, which was conveniently marked with the current date as well as the date when I needed to arrive. Looking at the location of the town, then glancing at the date, I realized I seriously didn't have time to dawdle. I glanced outside to gauge the sunlight, uh, daylight I had left sort of packing in a rush. Two hours later I was packed and saddled ready to go on the quest given to me by the
0: goddess herself. With her bags packed and dressed in her warm traveling clothes Liria leaves the temple that she has until now known as home and steps into the ice-cold mountain air. The journey down the mountain will take her a few days where we will meet up again with her in the next episode. But now we join the goddess again on her vista where she's pacing the length of the chamber, her thumbnail absently caught between her teeth. She has a worried expression on her face, not something often seen by any mortals. From the corner of the chamber, a shimmering appears on the marble white walls and a figure steps through the haze. A horned creature walking on goat-like legs comes to the side of the life goddess's arm. I did the right thing, right? The coming events will surely be momentous. My lady, if you deem it so, there can be no better option. The creature attempts to console the life goddess. None of the others seem to know either, yet we're all concerned. They are all vied for influence in the coming events, trying to shape, trying to control how it will turn out. It will turn out as it should, my lady, as you will it, my lady. The Asimar. she's definitely the right choice. She was loyal and she was ready, but most importantly, since she is already plain-touched, she could more easily accept a spark. She is resilient enough to handle it and go forth to do great things, I hope. This is maddening, having to leave these events in the hands of mortals. But our time is limited. Perhaps we could. No. She absently shakes her head in annoyance. On the next episode, we will have our three adventurers meet and take the first steps on their adventure together. An epic sense of adventure.